0: One,
1: two, three, go! Hello and welcome to episode 33 of Expresso Babe. And joining me as ever is a man who looks like he's just lost a fight to a swarm of bees. It's Callum! Hi guys, good to be here. For those of you who are listening on the podcast and not watching us live, and even if you are watching us live you probably can't tell because Callum has mercifully kept his t-shirt on. Callum was, well, Callum and I both went paintballing yesterday and Callum decided it would be a really good idea to do, what is it called? A
0: stag run.
1: They called it the firing squad, but yeah, the stag run. Which, again, for those of you not familiar, it means everyone else playing lines up. Callum was going to try and walk past. He failed dismally. He got maybe halfway and then he started sprinting. But he still very much looks like he's got some kind of awful disease like chicken pox or... Ringworm. Ring <laughs> one. Yes, so you're not looking good, sir, underneath that T-shirt.
0: Thank you, sir. That's why I always wanted to hear from you.
1: <laughs> And <laughs> most of, yeah, but Yeah, you're covered in pockmarks. It's 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 rather terrible. But you did rather bring it on yourself. I did. Good fun,
0: though. It, what, put my drink down. Oh, no, it's because we
1: swap sides. That's mine.
0: Yeah, I, no, I put that on that side. <laughs> I picked those hanging on a minute.
1: But, yes, all round, it was still good fun, and we are both aching like nobody's business today because it turns out that when you're not paying attention to what you're doing and just pushing as hard as you can constantly your body doesn't like it very much who'd have thought wake up with sore thighs in the morning yes indeed very sore thighs standing up and sitting down feel like massive mistakes at the moment yep anyway fun as that is i think the first thing we would better do mr callum is go into last week's riddle i think we should so because I've got it fresh in my mind and it's a bugger to memorize, I'm going to start off with mine if that's okay. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. So, my riddle to you Mr. Callum was, you have me but you cannot see me, you can change me whenever you want, and you use me every day but you cannot touch me. What am I? I think I said breath. Didn't you I? did say breath, which it, it's tangential thinking I'll give you that, but it's also wrong. Yeah. The answer was your mind.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm afraid you were, you were wrong on that one, sir, and I didn't have any correct answers because, and I need to apologise to everyone for this, I didn't put the riddle out last week. So unless you'd listened to the episode and then chosen to shout out, which people tend to do less so, you wouldn't have gotten the chance to. So yeah, apologies for the fact that I didn't put the uh, riddle out last week. I promise I'll put today's one out as soon as we finish the podcast before I make myself look like a fool again. Callum, Amen you to
0: that. So my riddle from last week... I can fill a room or just one heart. Others may have me, but I cannot be shared.
1: And I think I was wrong with this one as well, but I went with joy. No. No. (laughs) No, I didn't think so.
0: What do you think it's loneliness?
1: Loneliness. That's good. No, that's good, I like that. That's very clever.
0: Which means we were both wrong. We were both still
1: one and a half ahead. ahead. One point and one pity point ahead of Mr. Callum. So before we move on to anything else, again we better get on to this week's riddle.
0: Okay, do you want me to start with you like to start? Go for it, sir. Okay. I can sneak up on you, we'll be right in front of you without you knowing. But when I reveal myself, you'll never be the same. What am I?
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I have many answers to this. None of none of them appropriate. So of them I know incorrect. which one you were thinking right then. <laughs> okay, well I'll give my answer to that at the end of the podcast. So, mine to you, Mr Callum. Those who make it have no need of it. Those who buy it have no use for it. Those who use it can neither see it nor feel it. What is it?
0: Those who make it cannot use it.
1: Have no need of it. Okay. Those who buy it have no use for it. Those who use it neither see nor feel it.
0: Okay, I'll think about that and I'll give my answer at the end of the episode. Yep. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway.
1: Before I go into my little spiel, do you have anything, any fun facts or anything you've brought in today, Mr Callum? Because, again, for those of you who don't know, we keep our notes separate because it means we can't give away the riddles in advance. It hasn't yet got to the stage where we've thrown out the what's, saying what's going on at the same time. It'll be awkward when we do. It'll happen at some point. Yeah. But it does mean that I don't necessarily know what Callum's got planned, nor Callum knows what I've got planned. It means between the two of us we've got a full podcast, but it's just as surprising to the other one of us as it is to you guys.
0: Because we don't rehearse it, we just keep our news stories and that to ourselves and then...
1: Absolutely. You get the live reaction. The live reaction, indeed. So, did you have anything you wanted to bring up, Kat?
0: No, I've got nothing exciting to say.
1: Nothing exciting to say, that's about right. Uh, So, I have, not a fact, but a hypothetical. Do you tell? Because I was reading a discussion fairly recently that, to me, made no sense at all.
0: Okay. That's very which,
1: rare. <laughs> no, 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 I understood it fine. It's just the idea made no sense. So this particular individual was suggesting that if England hadn't lost the 13 colonies in the American War of Independence... Yeah. Aided ably by the French, to be fair, which the Americans seem to forget quite often, but credit where it's due, we don't like you for it, but well done, the French. Their th- suggestion was that if the Americans hadn't succeeded in their War of Independence in very American fashion, oh, you'd all speak, be speaking German or Japan. Ergo, if we hadn't lost the 13 colonies, World War II would have been won by the Germans. To me, <laughs> that makes no sense. But it did make me think. I will freely admit, there are two... It's butterfly effect. One thing changes, one thing changes, one thing changes, one thing. And before you know it, it's an entirely different scenario. But it made me think, what do you think would have happened had the Americans lost their War of Independence? So for me, while Callum's got a brief time to think that one over, because <laughs> I've had some more time to think about it, because I've planned it... Yeah? Have fun with your answer, by the way, buddy.
0: You know?
1: <laughs> for me, what I think would have happened, obviously for a little while, the British Empire would have continued to expand. I still think it would have fallen sooner or later, as empires tend to do. But my suspicion is that World War I, even, never mind two, would not have been the Allies versus... Germans and the Austrians as it was back then it probably would have been most of Europe against England because I don't think the English Empire, the British Empire would have been sustainable, empires never are and even discounting the Americans other people decided they wanted their independence anyway no surprises there, who can blame them turns out actually if you take people's stuff they want it back sooner or later but I think it would have been probably we'd probably have been on the, on the losing side but I think it would have been the British Empire and whoever, whichever allies they could scrounge up against Europe and probably a lot of the rest of the world. And, just to make it clear, I also think the British Empire would have lost.
0: <laughs> oh, definitely.
1: My question to you, Calum, is what do you think?
0: I think it doesn't matter because it didn't happen.
1: Turns out you're really bad at hypotheticals.
0: <laughs> no kidding. Um, well, it's like you said, I think the British Empire would have expanded, but then it would have been too big, too power hungry, and everyone else went. now. We're not having this.
1: The issue with any empire, that the more you expand, you still have a limited amount of people who are really on your side, and you have more and more borders to cover. It's why empires almost never work. That's
0: pretty much mine.
1: <laughs> you had... You're just going to look serious and nod.
0: You had time to prepare. You, that's like, that's not just a hypothetical. I need to look up facts and what hap- could have happened
1: and... Who knows what could have happened. That's the point, butterfly effect. Well, tell you what, Karen. next time you can bring in a hypothetical. Okay. And I'll have two minutes to scramble. Alright. And we'll see if I do a better job than you did. Okay. Wouldn't that be fun? Anyway, I think, all this being as it was, we'd better move in to what's going on. Uh, Yes, let's go to what's going on. Once once Callum's woken up, we're going to do our what's going ons. What's going on? We are looking at people and things in the news where we don't think they know what's going on either. It makes us say what's going on, and hopefully it'll make you say what's going on. It's all just a bit fun, a bit weird, a bit quirky. Or just downright strange. So I've gone for one quirky one and one just downright strange today, I will freely admit. There were a couple of darker ones that I've gone and avoided. Would you like to kick us off, Mr Callum, or shall I start? You know what? I'm going to start. Okay. I do have two. Very exciting. One of them was sent in again by Charlotte. It was indeed, and again, thank you, Charlotte. You are by far and away our biggest contributor when it comes to news stories, and we very much appreciate it. We do.
0: It means we don't have to do as much work, or well, I don't have to do as much work. Yeah, I
1: always end up, you always end up taking those stories somehow. You can take them if you want. It's alright, I've got two new stories now. Okay, are you ready? Ready as ever, sir.
0: People in stitches at sign of them not to fall for dog faking her own death.
1: <laughs> yes, I did see this in passing and I very much enjoyed it, but you'd better tell us all about it, sir. Basically. Basically. Basically.
0: A dog owner is warning people not to give her dog Chrissy treats and attention when they drive past the house if they see her faking her own death. If she <laughs> pretends she's been run over, she's look, just looking for sympathy and treats.
1: <laughs> That's brilliant. And do you know, I've actually heard something similar about that before. There was um, a farmer in England who was forced to put up a sign saying this horse is not dead because his horse had taken to sleeping in the field with four legs up in the air. Just lying on its back like that, and he had genuinely had to put up a sign to tell people this horse is not dead. You do not see, need to. Uh, you need, do not need to call me or the emergency services.
0: <laughs> it's just
1: funny, like what
0: pets will do to.
1: Yeah, you can check these things out. By, by the same token, again, one more thing, just to continue along that line of thought before I go into mine. Yes. There were. You'd have to check exactly what number, but I think four or five calls into the RSPCA, and one to the police for a horse. That was terribly mistreated because it was on a, t- a terribly short rope. It yeah. couldn't even lean down to graze. That's how short the rope Jeez. was. One leg missing. Terribly mistreated horse. Looked all scraggly. It was a sign for a, for a riding centre. It was a wooden horse. <laughs> I, th- I
0: thought it was going to be... No, not dark
1: at all. Just people being delightfully dopey. And it makes the world, in this rare occasion, a better place for it. Right. My... <laughs>
0: Missing one day and looking at Mr. Cranklin. Yeah. Yeah,
1: and, it, yeah. and it, it couldn't graze at all. It's terrible. <laughs> right. Time for my first news story, Mr. Callum. Are you ready, sir?
0: I'm always ready, sir.
1: This is the slightly darker of the two ones. It's not terribly dark, but I thought we'd finish on the, finish on the really cheery-thumb one. Russian man arrested under anti-terror law after talking about philosophy of yoga. Yes, so there's a new set of legislate. Well, I say new. their set of legislations came out in 2016. They're referred to as the Yarovaya Law. I might be saying that wrong, being non-Russian. So yeah, the Yarovaya Law, I might be saying that wrong, not being Russian, named after the woman who wrote it, which is Irina Yarovaya, unsurprisingly, is their new set of anti-terror legislation, designed obviously to stop extremist activity in the country. Amongst other things, it restricts um, religious groups and non-traditional religions, as well as attempts at conversion or missionaries. Yeah, the problem. So this this guy talking about the philosophy of yoga was arrested for illegal missionary activity. If you keep giggling at the word missionary, I'm going to kill you. Missionary is in religious people, Callum.
0: I knew that. Right. We are a professional outfit, as they say.
1: Yeah, at least you didn't say etiquette this time. Yeah. You? I meant to say the, the new measures are rather extreme. Um, they've been dubbed Big Brother Laws by Snowden, who you will all have heard of, I'm sure. And yes, he was giving a talk on yoga at the St. Petersburg Festival in oh. Russia, and was daubed in it, basically. The man's name is Dmitry, by the way. Of course it is. Yeah, Dmitry Uge. <laughs> was accused by a fellow festival-goer. I've written his surname down really badly, and I can't read it, but his first name was Nail alleging that he was attempting to convert young people to a pseudo-Hindi organisation. They took him away and attempted to make him sign a blank piece of paper. Never do that if you've been taken away by any authorities, by the way, folks. Never sign a blank piece of paper. It's a terrible idea. Yeah, the guy in question is Hindi, but didn't mention any religion aside from Jesus and Buddha, neither of which are Hindi, obviously. And there is a lot of pushback against these laws just because of the way they can be exploited. It turns out they're very clumsily worded. Signed off by Mr. Putin, of course, who's not particularly bothered about
0: um, <laughs> waging wars. Whether,
1: well, he's not. Wait, these are his own people. I think he's not particularly worried about whether or not his own people have religious freedom or freedom of expression, should yeah. we say. But on a slightly positive note, to finish it off, there have been people um, arrested and fined under these laws as well, which is what's going to happen to Mr. Ugay. And the last final U G A Y. That's his name. <laughs> he's Russian. <laughs> Dmitry Ugay.
0: I, I didn't get it the first time you said it I don't know That's funny
1: The last to find in question was Approximately 50,000 rubles Which sounds like a big number Until you realise that's about 68 quid That's
0: pocket money, mate
1: Yeah, so it's not Chances are Mr Mister um, Mr. Yuge Who was arrested for Stop smirking, Calvin <laughs>
0: did not say anything
1: Who um, <laughs> was arrested for preaching yoga, apparently um is not going to be spending the rest of his life in a blackout prison or anything like that.
0: Oh well
1: So, Mr Callum, your next news story if you would.
0: Yes, sir. Right away. Are you ready? I'm ready, sir. Man who drinks his own urine every morning has bust up with housemate over smell <laughs> invading kitchen. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That does sound like a bit of a wee problem between the two of them.
0: Yeah. Ah. The story goes on to say... Brother Sage has been drinking his pee for almost 20 years.
1: Brother Sage?
0: Yep. That was what the thing said. Brother Sage. Okay. He's been drinking his pee for almost 20 years, claiming it cures all... Despite the lack of there being any scientific evidence to this.
1: There is some evidence, I believe that suggests that if you drink your first wee of the day, because it has a lot of time in your system, it actually contains a lot of the nutrition that your body just has failed to absorb. In the same way as if you take supplements on their own, yeah, you tend to find you don't actually absorb most of the stuff in them. So you are effectively paying for very expensive urine. It's not enough to encourage me to want to drink my morning wee, though, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> and drinking all of them for no reason even by those people's standards is excessive. So is there more to this story or There is, yes. Oh, of course there is.
0: It says the sixty eight year old is so convinced oh. by Eurotherapy he's now selling a course for two hundred and eighty pounds.
1: Oh, he's taking the piss, mate. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't resist. I really couldn't resist.
0: <laughs> In which he helps people to unlock the secrets of their wee, <laughs> Believing it can be used for treatment, treatment for everything such as cancer and sunburn.
1: Those are two very different issues. He
0: even has a video on how to bathe your feet properly. Oh, in urine.
1: no. Yeah. No. Yeah. What's his name?
0: Brother Sage, that's what it said. Mate,
1: no. No, don't bathe your feet in urine. Feet smell badly enough as it is. That's not okay.
0: No, it's it's a bit
1: weird, yeah. No. Anyway, I have one more news story, and this one is a little bit more feel-good. This news story is a gentleman called Alan Pan. Now... Pan? Thank you, go So, man builds robot suit to allow snakes to walk because he feels bad for them. I almost used that story. Well, you didn't. It's my story. (laughs) So, the gentleman in question, as I said, Alan Pan, felt sorry for snakes because they've lost, quote unquote, lost their legs. As any of you who follow biology particularly intently may know, snakes evolved to have no legs between 100 and 150 million years ago, because as it turns out, when you're a snake, you don't actually need them. But in Alan's own words, snakes have lost their legs and nobody is trying to find them but him. Not sure how snakes feel about this, to be fair. I don't think you can really ask them. (laughs) Um, when other animals have deformed legs we quote unquote spit in God's face and give them awesome cyborg legs which is what he's done for snakes so effectively what it is is a plastic tube with four plastic legs on it (laughs) sorry I'm trying to say this seriously and it's really hard that has been the snake doesn't control it obviously it's not neurologically implanted the the snake effectively is persuaded to sit in and then is pre-programmed by Mr Pan to wander around aimlessly. <laughs> um, That's one hell loop. Well, he's an, he's an engineer by trade, like a, degree, a degree level engineer, and is, has been able to build and um, program this thing. And for what it's worth, he took it down to a snake breeder. So I'm really trying to say this seriously. Uh, took it down to a snake breeder and put a snake in it. And apparently the snake did rather enjoy walking around in this weird tube-legged contraption. But what they mean by it enjoyed it is that it looked from side to side. So I'm I'm not sure to what extent <laughs> that really <laughs> means anything. Snakes don't actually do an awful lot, by and large, anyway, what with them being so cold-blooded. They yeah. kind of like to... There are a few that are a bit aggressive and grumpy and runny around him. And most of them just tend to sit there until something edible turns up. Sounds oh, like me. But, yeah. So so this man is... um, It's quirky, but you know what? I love it. He's built legs for snakes and That's going to be a tried snake it out, and they work. Snake uprising, snake uprising, it's coming.
0: I'm telling you, well, these reptiles are going to start walking in around houses, opening doors.
1: As long as Alan doesn't start teaching snakes to use them on their own, I think we'll be okay. The interesting thing on that note, though, is that I mean, you do have those slow worm things, don't you? The
0: slow worm things. Yeah, slow worms.
1: Um, <laughs> that often still have vestigial legs. <laughs> What are you struggling with here? Why are you giggling? Well,
0: worms don't have legs.
1: Slow worms. It's a, it's a breed of reptile. It's a worm. It's a, it's, no, it's not a worm. It's a reptile.
0: Why has it got a worm?
1: It's called a slow worm.
0: Why is it called a worm? It's a
1: reptile. It This makes no sense. Why is a snake called a snake? Because it slithers. Because I'm a <laughs> <try>. snake.
0: <Shh>. Yeah?
1: <laughs> no. Slow worms are a breed of reptile, and they do often actually have vestigial legs. So little nubs from where the legs used to be. And some of them even have legs, I think. Very few. I've seen a video, possibly actually on TikTok, of a slow worm tr- trying to go over someone's arm and getting stuck, because they've got very, very short stubby legs, and the legs on either side could reach the ground. <laughs> it was quite funny. <laughs> oh, stubs! Yeah. Now, they're very weird beasties, and they're quite closely related to snakes, I think.
0: Yes. I, think, I don't know. I'll take for it. Well, they're
1: reptiles. They can't be that unrelated to snakes. True.
0: They're basically the same...
1: Well, they're in the same genus, aren't they? Yeah. Anyway, before we get too wrapped up on snakes, I think we'd better step on briefly because we've got some watchers and I'd like to give them another go at our riddles before we give out our own answers. And I'm going to be honest, Callum, I think I'm going to be horrifically wrong today. It's going to be fun.
0: I don't even have one view yet.
1: So I'm going to run over it once more. Those who make it have no need of it. Those who buy it have no use for it. Those who use it neither see it nor feel it. What is it? See, this is the bit you don't hear if you're listening to the podcast and not watching us live. The bit where we go, um, and try and think really, really quickly. It's not easy. There it is. People who make... Wait, what? People who make it... People who... Those who make it have no need of it. Those who buy it have no use of it. Those who use it can neither see nor feel it.
0: I'm going to go time. Oh. That's it. That's all I've got.
1: Okay. So, for those of you not on that particular live... Or listening in the future, Charlotte has suggested the answer to my riddle to Callum might be oxygen.
0: I was thinking air before, that, because if you make it, surely you can have air.
1: <laughs> that is true, Callum, well done. And yours to me, if you would, sir.
0: Okay, I can sneak up on you or be right in front of you without you knowing, but when I reveal myself, <laughs> you will never be the same. Do we to read that again, but actually probably...
1: I mean, my brain is just going flasher, but I don't think that's the answer.
0: Flasher? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wrong. <laughs> okay, one more time. Right, okay. I can sneak up on you, or be right in front of you without you knowing, but when I reveal myself, you'll never be the same. What am I?
1: Death? Death.
0: Okay, you're going with death. I'm going with
1: death. I can't think of anything any better. Death. Excellent. Right. <laughs> so, uh... so on that cheery topic, is there any last things you want to discuss, Mr Callum? Yes. Yes? Yes. Would you like to tell us what it is? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't we talk about The Gentleman on Friday? Those of you who are listening may or not, may not be familiar with Rosette Standard. I was not until it was brought up. The good news is, next to me, I have one of those bastards who live in a kitchen. Hello. Who would be more than happy to explain Rosette Standard for you.
0: Oh, he's talking about me. You, you <laughs> get different, like, food rings. As you get rosettes, you get mission stars, and you've got to meet a set criteria. So that like you don't put anything not edible on the plate. Mm-hmm. So if you can't eat it, it doesn't go on the plate. Obviously, it's the plate. The plate is just the plate, you know. <laughs> the plate It doesn't have to be an edible plate. Okay, good. Everything you put on that plate has to be able to be eaten and to a set of standards.
1: Okay, so it's, it's so not... So they'll
0: come in and will evaluate you. So then it. it'll
1: be about sort of presentation and stuff as well, yeah. and the actual quality of the food, so on and so forth. Yeah. Okay, I'm with you. So the gentleman in question, firstly, presumably thinks everything needs to be rosette standards everywhere. Secondly, I'm kind of worried he might have some kind of dementia be honest but kicked up a proper proper stink because there was a napkin on the plate not randomly not a used up napkin no 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 there was a napkin to stop a, a bowl of chips from sliding around that he'd ordered apparently this is unacceptable when i say it was unacceptable i mean the man literally got into an argument with other customers he shouted at three different members of staff yeah he was a very angry man. Ooh, he was a very, very angry man. My question to you, Callum. Yes. What would have happened if he'd bought if he the lobster? Well, he'd complain about the lobster. Why have you put a lobster shell on my plate? I can't <laughs> it's eat not it. Edible. What am I doing? I would love to see him try and eat a lobster. That'd
0: be that'd be funny.
1: Just crunching on through the claw. Man, I would pay good money to see that. What about T bone steak? Can't have the bone, mate. No, can't have the bone, it's not edible. Well it is. Oysters. Existed.
0: Some people are just...
1: I love people. Built yeah.
0: different. You can tell he's married and miserable. So he's got to take his anger at everyone else.
1: <laughs> people are very, very special creatures. And sometimes your stupidity, those of you who are very, very special creatures, not all of you, gives us great joy. Otherwise it gives us great irritation. But you know what? I'll take it. It gives us content. For it podcasts. gives us something to talk about. It does indeed. And on that note... Just before we go into how to contact us, I would like to make out a small call to action. If you've enjoyed the podcast, we would love it if you would review us on your podcast provider. It gives us a little bit more credit in the bank, it gets us viewed a little bit more, and obviously, as ever, we want you to get involved. And on that topic, we're going to talk about how to contact us, ways to get get involved, because the more that do it, the better this is.
0: We are indeed. So you can catch us on our email, which is expresso.babe at yahoo.com.
1: <laughs> As those of you watching us on the Facebook Live will already know, we are on Facebook. If you pop Expresso Babe into the search engine, we will turn up. Don't forget there's a space between those two words. And don't forget that expresso is spelt E-X-P-R-E-S-S-O.
0: It is indeed And for those of you who are already on TikTok You know we are on TikTok TikTok. You just search Espresso Babe the podcast All one word
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was Oh my god That worked worked well That was brilliant Um, What else have we got? Oh we are also on Instagram Which is Espresso underscore Babe underscore
0: And we are also on Twitter Which is Espresso
1: underscore Babe Yes you sounded really sure about that But yes And finally we are on YouTube which is expresso babe exactly like our facebook name not only will we be putting out all of our episodes on there we'll also be putting out clips of our favorite bits and from time to time we might throw out the odd outtake as well there will also be a full out episode of outtakes coming up in the near future so
0: thank you all for taking part of the podcast thank
1: you everyone who's watched everyone who's listened and everyone will see you again next week
0: and as always sir
1: always a pleasure never a chore we'll see you next week bye, bye guys bye bye <laughs>